0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Conspiracy Catch. My name is Brandon Muting, joined by Julie Peel. Hey! (laughs) Alright, so, how this podcast is going to work, and this includes this episode and other episodes, is we are going to talk about a specific conspiracy theory. Today is Malaysia Flight 370, which I am so excited for. Julie, do you know a lot about it?
1: I know, like, bits and pieces. I did my research, so we'll see how
0: everything plays out. And so at the beginning of the podcast, we're going to speak the facts. This is not a theory. This is actually facts that researchers have done or scientists in some cases or the people themselves if they're in the conspiracy theory. We're going to go over the facts first and then we're going to break it down into theories. Now today we have three different theories which we'll get to. We'll explain why people believe each theory And then by the end of the podcast, Jolie and I are going to give our personal opinions on what theory we believe personally. Um, And honestly, I want to hear from you guys as an audience which theory you guys hear. So feel free to message us on Instagram, Twitter. Yes, Facebook for all you other generations out there. Wink, wink. Uh, Our tag is at podpower3. So that is usually how the show is going to go. Uh, Next week, we are doing the... Oh my gosh, John F. Kennedy assassination. I forgot the name of our president for a second. <laughs> but, yeah, we're going to get started with uh, Malaysia Flight 370. So, do you have any straight-up facts you want to talk about, Julie, with uh, the flight?
1: Well, my facts, I feel like, come into play later, like the whole flight path. that Because like they were supposed to start from, I can't remember the name of the city, but they start in Malaysia, and then they were supposed to go to China. But that just didn't happen.
0: No, they were they took off from Kuala Lumpur. Yeah. And um, the, the weirdest thing is, is there was no background information on it, nothing like that. And this all happened in 2014, March 8th. So the only thing I'm going to point out is the information about the two pilots real quick. So the main pilot was 53 years old, which we'll get to that later because I think maybe age might have something to do with it. Um, his name was Captain, if my pronunciation is wrong, I apologize, Zaire is what it looks like. Does that look about right? <laughs> Zaire? Yeah,
1: yeah, that's right.
0: Okay, he had 18,300 flight hours, which for a main pilot, that's a lot. Yes. Now his co-pilot, his name is Farik, and he was only 27. And In fact, this was his final training flight before he actually became a first officer. And he had 2,763 flight hours. This flight also had 227 passengers, 12 crew members. The plane itself was a Boeing 777, 777, however you want to pronounce that. 11 years old, no major incidents, and the plane itself had 53,000 hours of flying. So, anything you want to add on to that, Julie? I don't think so. I think that covers everything. (laughs) So those are like... The main facts of before everything. Um, Anything that strikes out to you that might, like, already be concerning to you or no?
1: Well, okay. I know they said, like, 11 years old, no major incidents. Like, that seems pretty, like, basic. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like an 11-year-old plane. It's kind of old in my brain, but maybe it's just not. Like, I'm not a plane person, but...
0: (laughs) I'm curious. I'm going to look up... What do you consider old for a plane? Yeah. Um I know I know some planes have gone for like twenty years. Yeah, there's some that are still in service at even 30 years old. So I well, guess eleven isn't considered that old in this case. And and it said it's only it hasn't had any major incidents. I mean every plane has its minor incidents. Um, yeah, the three. Right. Or the mill. Exactly. So, the only thing that will strike out at me, and I'll get to this more when we talk about our first theory, is the captain's age. But I feel like I kind of have taken that out of consideration once we get to the first theory. Um, now, we're going to talk about what happens. These are still facts. What happened when the plane was in flight? So... For planes, when they travel somewhere, they have to switch to a different radar or station so they can talk about when they're landing and what altitude they're at and all that. So at 119 a.m., by the way, this was an overnight flight, which is cool. Um, They transferred to the Ho Chi Minh Area Control Center, which is like in China. I guess that's where they were going to end up landing. And later in that flight, they disappeared from the original radar they were on and the Ho Chi Minh one. Yes. And then the transponder of the aircraft also stopped working at the same exact time. That's so wild. So, I'm... and, and that, that's where when we get to theory one, this is stuff, it's like, there is no way that both of those things happen at once. Yeah. Um, now, they did try contacting the plane at 1.30 a.m. and they actually answered, but all they heard was static. So, and then they did make other phone calls afterwards, but uh, they never picked it up. And they were being tracked by military radar of Malaysia, and that'll come into case in our second theory. But the last known location of the flight was 438 kilometers of Penang Airport at 29,500 feet. So, anything you want to add on there, Julie? Anything suspicious already?
1: I mean, I feel like we need a map for like
0: people to see.
1: Like, they went off course somewhere because they were supposed to go to China, and then they like turned the wrong way and went over the Malaysia Peninsula, and then like basically turned around just in the wrong area, which is so hard to like say.
0: And I just, it's, what's weird about this, like, today, if you want on a flight, it's almost impossible to, like, not be on radar, even if you turned it off. Yeah. So, the fact that, which, well, I'm going to say right now, theory one is having something to do with the pilots themselves, maybe a possible terrorist attack on the pilot's end. Um, like, you have to have that thought out well to get off radar, yeah. And then military radar has something to do with theory too. But you know what? Let's move over to the first theory. And like I said, this stuff is not, there's a few facts in here, but there's a few opinions in here. Um, so first of all, after the crash happened, all passengers and flight crew were background checked and all of them were passed. So there was no warnings. Nobody was affiliated with a terrorist group or anything like that. Do you think that means for sure they're safe from being a terrorist, Julie? Or what do you think on that?
1: I mean, people hide things all the time. You know, like you don't know everyone, so
0: yeah. And I feel I like don't
1: know to do their background checks too. You know, that depends.
0: And the, then the, I've I've have looked into some articles where they believe a passenger possibly hijacked the plane. But I feel like after what happened in 2001, I feel like all airplane security has gotten to the point where they can't hijack the cockpit. Yeah. But I don't know much yeah. about aviation, so it, I guess it's still possible, but I just feel like that isn't the case. Um, and then yeah. there was some instances where the co-pilot, the guy who was training He was letting female passengers into the cockpit before and after flights. I did not know that.
1: I did not. Like, that's... Ah!
0: Now, if I was... Okay, I'm already terrible on planes. I have anxiety when it comes to flying. (laughs) If if I knew co-pilots were letting passengers in the cockpit before and after flights, I would be freaking out as a passenger. Oh, for sure. And that just shows that he probably shouldn't have been a pilot because you're kind of breaking some rules there. You're not supposed to let passengers into the cockpit because they could have done something that you have nothing to do.
1: Yeah. Um, If he was, like, known for it, literally a girl could have, like, planted herself there to, like, be let into the cockpit and could totally be a, a
0: terrorist. Right. And so when it comes to figuring out if it was a terrorist attack, was it accidental because one of the passengers hit something in the cockpit and then, like, the pilots had no idea. Um, That, too. I have a feeling that's probably not what it is because I feel like something would have happened a lot earlier in the flight. Um, But I think that is actually still possible, and that all falls on the co-pilot then. Um, Now, I said the main captain's age is 53 part of me wants to believe that he had a heart attack or something. Whoa. Anything you want to bounce off that?
1: Yeah. Well, I kind of going off that I read some theories where there was a theory that like the main pilot went like to the bathroom and then something happened in the cabin with like their air. And so then everyone in the cabin died and it was only these, the co-pilot left, but then because like not having air, and that made me think of that but also it's possible i mean that age if you have problems health problems or even if you don't like anything can happen
0: and the, the scary thing about that is is if he did go to the restroom and the co-pilot i think it's called hypoxia or something hypoxia that and, sounds right and that's like if, if you've ever been in an airplane before and you like Okay, nobody actually watches, like, the emergency landing videos when they, like, show it. But um, when, like, the masks deploy, they only have a certain amount of time it's good for. And that's the pressure in the cabin because it's taking away your ox- oxygen. And they believe that the co-pilot may have gotten it to a certain altitude where nobody could breathe. And it was killing everybody. Um, that That is actually kind of believable. yeah. The only other thing I can think of is maybe giving the co-pilot the benefit and the doubt in this situation is maybe something happened to the captain. Like, maybe he had a heart attack or something, and then it was up to the co-pilot to do something. And since he was only in training, like, he was freaking out, and then, like, he couldn't do anything.
1: Yeah. Also, if it was his last, like, training flight, or, like, he was towards the end, I feel like he would know what to do at, by that point.
0: Yeah. I, so I don't know. I wish that they have something figured out is if one of the pilots do go to the restroom that they have a key to get back in no matter what. Yeah. Um and the and the weirdest thing is is when they crashed, they potentially ran out of gas. They didn't just crash. Yeah. So it's not like the co-pilot could have killed everybody and then crashed. I'm that's the that's one of the things that makes me not believe that it had something to do with the pilots because why are you gonna fly a plane when you just killed everybody and then just yeah. fly for countless hours for no reason?
1: Exactly. Because,
0: so, like, people need their pilots, or right? Like, you can't just autopilot a plane and it'll go. Yeah, well, they did. Another thing they did say is that it was on autopilot for countless hours. So maybe when he did, when he raised the altitude and killed everyone, maybe it killed him and left it on autopilot. Maybe that's why. Maybe. That, that's just the whole situation. I think it's sketchy in the first place that he let passengers into the cockpit. Um, yeah. So if I had to point at a pilot, it would definitely be him. Poor guy. Yeah. and uh, So that is all with, like, theory number one is it possibly having to be a terrorist attack on one of the pilots. Maybe he needed to get back at the government. And speaking of government is theory two, meaning it had something to do with Malaysia's government. Um, Jolie, what do you think about this one?
1: I think it's definitely wild. It would make sense too, because like when it first happened, the government didn't do a very good job of like being open about everything. But also from like what I found, they weren't the only government not being open about like like the just the info that they had. But like also, it was info that could have helped them find the flight earlier.
0: Yeah. That's in the the thing is with this one too, after the crash happened, you can look up interviews on YouTube, the families of the passengers, when the government would speak out in these press conferences, they're like, Okay, unfortunately we're not able to find the plane and these guys are like throwing stuff at the the people yeah. who are speaking and it's because they're like, Oh, you did this, you did this. Um And the the most messed up fact, and I found this out on a documentary today, and it's through the Infographics Show. If you guys have seen that on YouTube, check it out. It's pretty cool. Um, Since it was seen on that military radar that I was talking about earlier, that was Malaysia's. And usually when you see something on a military radar, what are you going to do? You're going to check it out. Like, if you don't know what it is, you need to check it out. It could be a threat. It could just be a random plane. Malaysia didn't do anything because they quote-unquote thought it was friendly.
1: Also, how can you look at a blip on a radar and be like, yeah,
0: that dot looks fine. <laughs> like, it has a smiley face no. on it. It looks great. No. Uh, that, that, that really, like, blew my mind on that one. The fact that they had something on their radar, they didn't do anything about it, and then, of course, when it crashes, they act surprised. Yeah. So... That definitely has something. And then the other thing is all of these countries are coming together because, you know, some passengers came from other countries no. are going are going to like come and find this plane somewhere in the Indian Ocean and they cannot find it. And they're they're having these international meetings where they can talk and say, OK, this we have this, we have this. What do you have? Malaysia didn't say anything. And it's their own plane. So, Sounds like a disrupt to me, right? So that that I will say that theory is pretty believable. Yeah. Um and still to this day, I think and who knows if the plane will ever be found. Um I think when they do find the plane, maybe they can figure out what really happened, but uh
1: yeah. Well, cuz they found a piece of it, didn't they?
0: Yep, and that comes into the third theory. On why maybe, like, the whole plane went missing, but just some parts. But, yeah, some parts are washing up on islands. But the weirdest part is it's not all showing up on one island. It's showing up on multiple. And we all know wave currents aren't going to send one piece one way and another piece another way. Yeah. Um, and so that brings us to the third theory of an alien abduction. My favorite theory. <laughs> right. And in fact, actually, later in Conspiracy Catch, we'll talk about UFOs and aliens and stuff. But there is a actual theory that Malaysia three flight three seventy the reason they lost signal is because aliens were coming into the atmosphere and they cut off their signal and they took the plane. Um, and th- I'm gonna be honest. It, 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 this one is hard to believe. But, like, it, there, there is actually, like, facts that are backed up into this theory that kind of is, like, that is a little weird. Like, why are only parts of the plane showing up, not the plane itself?
1: Also, think about how the government, like, wasn't saying anything. If it had to do with aliens, it would make sense why they're not saying much.
0: Right. And and, and I saw that this this fact when someone said this was messed up. And at first, I was like, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. But then it made me think, have you ever seen the show called, what's that show where they are in a plane, and once they land, apparently they missed five years of their lives and they didn't even know it?
1: I know what you're talking about. I don't remember
0: what it's called. Oh, I was thinking about this when I was doing research on it, and it's going to bother me. Let me see if I can find it. plane show on Netflix. (laughs) That
1: would be so interesting if it, like, showed up but it, obviously it's not intact because they've confirmed these parts that have showed up are the plane.
0: Yeah, it's called uh, manifest by the way. Yes. Um and th- this actually struck me, what if those people are still alive? They could be. That that and they were abducted and that's I wonder cuz I know manifest is based off of a conspiracy theory of some plain thing. And I wonder if it's based off of this one, because if you think about that, like how crazy would that be? Just somewhere in the news, all of a sudden Malaysia flight 370 passengers show up alive.
1: That would be, that would be another like crazy thing to happen in 2020.
0: I, I, like, well, I, I wouldn't be surprised.
1: <laughs> um,
0: so, would so at first I thought that theory was ridiculous, but then I kept hearing about these small facts and I just thought it was the weirdest thing ever. I hope they find the plane so they can get more evidence about what actually happened. Yeah. uh, I think it's going to be kind of like a Titanic situation where we don't, I doubt they'll find it in our lifetime. Um, We like, we might be very old if they find it in our lifetime. Yeah. And I'm going to call Julie and be like, called it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll make
1: it special 70 year later episode yeah
0: be like, yeah, like we I'm... haven't been on this podcast for ages <laughs> there's like no one left to listen <laughs> yeah like we all of our listeners aren't here anymore <laughs> so those are the three main theories there are other theories out there um i mean, there is a really ridiculous theory that i just could not wrap my head around and I think like there're definitely a couple ridiculous <laughs> theories. Right. There there was a theory that they actually did land in China and nothing happened. And
1: yeah, I remember seeing that one.
0: And that the Chinese government is trying to hide them in China.
1: Which is like what? Which, and,
0: and okay, now I would believe it more if they were going to I'm not saying south korea would do this but i'm saying south korea because it's near north korea um i china's just not known for that like for stuff like that so i mean like granted i do hope the passengers would be alive but the fact that the plane lands and then everyone says it crashed but it didn't and it's just people are in beijing china right now just living their life just sounds sketch to me
1: yeah also with like all the facts like the plane was not headed towards china with like the signals it was sending out
0: right so
1: it doesn't connect
0: right exactly and yeah the, that that's the only the reason i didn't put that theory i was debating between that one and alien abduction which we talked about it anyway but i literally thought alien abduction was more believable than that one Yeah. And that's sad because (laughs) I'm not a big alien believer when it comes to that. So... Do you
1: believe in aliens, though?
0: Do I believe in aliens?
1: Yeah.
0: Part of me wants to, and I know that there's evidence out there, but it's one of those things where it's like, I'm not going to believe it till I see it. Now, I hope I don't see an alien because then you probably will never hear from me again. Yeah. Why do you think aliens are mean? What if they're nice? I mean, maybe they are nice. They just stole a whole plane full of people. Um. (laughs) They're curious.
1: I mean, think about it. We steal animals from their habitat all the time.
0: Animals from their habitat? Like. (laughs) Yes,
1: humans. I mean, in the grand scope of the universe, us humans are on the Earth, which is our habitat. And the aliens would be. us. (laughs) In this comparison.
0: <laughs> now, now, let me ask you this, though. What would be their motivation to steal a plane full of people?
1: What's our motivation to steal animals from their habitat? <laughs> to study them. To, like, know what they are. They're just confused by us. Frankly, I'm confused by us.
0: Yeah. That, that's, I guess that's a solid point. Um, okay, so now we're at the last part of the podcast here. Julie, if you had to pick one theory that you believed that actually happened, which one would it be and why? 100% the alien theory.
1: I think, you know, it just matches up kind of also with like the, the government one though. Like I believe the government would cover up an alien abduction. Okay. Like also because like, I feel like the other theories, there's just so much evidence to say they aren't right. But the alien theory, I mean, You really... It's so far-fetched that you can't have evidence that says it's not right, other than it's far-fetched.
0: Okay. So... But explain... If it was an alien abduction, why is there... Why is there still parts of the plane? In the ocean?
1: That is a good point. Like... It just depends. Because if it's an alien abduction, maybe they just took the people from the plane and, like, left the plane. Okay. But also... They could have, like, crashed themselves, but, like, there's still alien involvement somewhere.
0: Okay, that is fair. So you you know, think it might also be the government because of the whole radar situation?
1: Yeah. I definitely think the government is still involved in a cover-up somehow, but I think it has to do covering up with aliens, because think about it. If they were trying to cover up an alien
0: abduction,
1: like, if it got out, the aliens abducted a whole plane of people... Can you imagine the mass chaos? Governments don't want that.
0: That, that is a good point. Okay. Um, yeah. No, that actually does bring a good, up a good point. If, if I was the head of a government, I would be like, no, don't tell people that because people will go crazy. Um, yeah. And people would be scared for their lives.
1: Yeah. I mean, look at how we reacted to a pandemic. It would be 10 times that, 100 yeah. times that.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I can see that. Okay, so the theory I believe the most is the terrorist attack one. Um, it's because, okay, think of this. When you are driving a car, if something happens to the driver, who would you expect to drive next? The passenger. The passenger right next to them, right? Yeah. So... Say, now, of course, this is an airplane and an airplane can't stop at a gas station and go to the bathroom or whatever. Um, but since the head pilot, if there was any evidence that he left the cockpit at some point, if there was, I there's probably never going to be evidence that shows that because what do you to yeah. do? Check the toilet when the plane's found, when it's been found six years later or whatever. Yeah. Um, but the co-pilot has all control at that point. And I don't know what was happening in his life. I do know that in these documentaries they said their lives were fine. But if you know in some cases of deaths that are suicidal, you don't know a whole lot of things about them that are depressing before that. So maybe he had a plan. And then when the main pilot did that, that's when he did all the things he did. Um, and the other thing is, the reason why I'm sticking with that one instead of the Malaysia government one is because when it comes to the radar, I believe that they actually just let it go, but they don't want to admit it, because they know that governments should be looking into that stuff. Yeah, I could believe someone was lazy that day. Right, and and it's sad that people in that position, just let that stuff go by. Because something worse could have happened and they would have had no no idea. I mean, uh, something pretty bad did happen. <laughs> right? Like it could have crashed into a city or something and they they would have been the ones accountable. So yeah. I believe the co-pilot definitely had something to do with it. Or maybe both of the pilots had something to do with it. Um in cahoots yeah and so the past, like I said, I don't think any of the passengers did it. I don't think any of the flight attendants did it. I believe it was solely one of the pilots. And it just makes sense. They didn't crash right in the ocean. The hypoxia killed them. Um, the only part that doesn't make sense to me is where the heck the plane's at. And I don't think yeah. that will ever make sense. Um, so, yeah. And, yeah. Anything to add on that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, like, finding the plane, I mean, the ocean is just so big. It's like, how do you even, I mean, there's a reason it took them 70 years to find the Titanic. Right. It's insane,
0: so. Yeah, I, and the more I talk about this theory, the more I think of new things, and I get so excited about it. But (laughs) it's just interesting, because there has never, ever been a plane that has crashed and gone missing. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Like, there was a crash, when was it, in India a couple weeks ago? And they, I mean, they were able to find that right away. Yeah. Um, any crash that happens, they're able to find because of this radar detection. So, if you knew your life was at stake, why would you shut off the radio- radar detection? So... It just do not Right. Doesn't and so, that's why I'm pointing at the pilots on that one, but...
1: Yeah,
0: that's that's basically it for the Malaysia one. I hope maybe next semester, if they find something, you and I can cover this again and then talk about aliens or government or the terrorist attack, and then maybe we can cover actual aliens
1: on the podcast. That that'd be cool.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, be like, all right. So uh, I know it's ridiculous, but uh, last semester I talked how aliens aren't real. Well, they are. (laughs) 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 Um. So, yeah, next week we are going to talk about John F. K.'s assassination. That's going to be super interesting. There's multiple theories on that. And uh, that is probably going to do it for this episode. I'm excited to get started on more conspiracy theories. I know, Jolie, you are interested in a couple more. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Yep. I think we are doing a Jeffrey Epstein episode, and I think you're on that for sure. Yeah. I'm so – I love conspiracies so much. Right. So – That'll do it for us today. We hope you guys enjoy, and I'll see you guys next week. My name is Brandon Muting. And I'm Jolie Peel. See you guys next week.